My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movement Church. Today, we're celebrating Palm Sunday. I'm so glad to be joining with you guys here today. So I have some things I want to talk to you about, some key details that you may have not uh, thought about for the scripture. So this will give you some good things to think about this week as we get ready to celebrate Good Friday and Easter Sunday. These will be some good things to be praying on, to be studying on. Um, yeah, and, and to be, you know, thinking about God and thinking about the Lord. Uh, but for first, for those of you who are not familiar with what Palm Sunday is or why we celebrate Palm Sunday, let me just tell you a little bit about it before we start studying it. So Palm Sunday is the day that we celebrate when the Lord entered Jerusalem on the week that he was crucified and resurrected. We celebrate Palm Sunday as the day whenever he entered into Jerusalem, as we read in the scripture. And that's what we're going to be talking about and kind of studying a little bit today. So we're going to go to Matthew 21 to be talking about this, to be reading from, uh, from this specific gospel. So we're going to read 11 verses here. And then I have some, uh, some details that I think really will, uh, ponder your mind a little bit. will really kind of jog you. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Let's go to Matthew 21 and let's read the first 11 verses. It says, when they had approached Jerusalem and had come to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite to you and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her and tie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord has need of them and immediately he will send them. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and laid their coats on them, and he sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats on the road, and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them in the road. The crowds going ahead of him and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred and saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. So automatically we can see that there was great praise being lifted up to the Lord, to, to Jesus as he entered into Jerusalem, right? They proclaimed his identity as the son of David coming in the name of the Lord, the prophet Jesus, right? They were proclaiming and shouting him to be who he was and as a fulfillment of the scripture. So what is the significance of these details that we can dig apart in here real quick? Um, First, I want to talk about the significance of him actually riding in on a donkey. Now, this is a very common detail pointed out, but if you're not familiar with it, good news for you, we're going to talk about it real quick. So the significance of Jesus riding in on a donkey is that uh, in, in this time period, it was very symbolic for a king to ride in on a donkey for peace. A symbol of peace, but when a king rode into a city or a, a, an area, a nation on a horse, it was a symbol for war, wrath, and judgment. So the the significance here of Jesus entering in on peace or entering in on a donkey for peace is that uh, we can see the formality of the new covenant with Jesus, the formality of the sacrifice that happened on the cross, right? That Jesus comes to you in peace and with grace and mercy uh, for, for your sins, for the forgiveness of your sins. So that is the very, um, the significant thing about that. And then yet we read in Revelation that he's actually going to return 
on a horse in that symbol of judgment, of wrath, and of war. Uh, But here we're talking about Palm Sunday. So he enters in in peace, humility, gentleness, right? And and that is very great news for us, that we can come to Christ and we can uh, receive him with peace and that he's he's, uh, everlasting love is is available to us available to us with grace and mercy all that good stuff so that is the significance of Jesus riding in on a donkey he is showing that he has come in peace so the second thing i want to talk about is that it says they laid their coats not only on the colt and Jesus sat on them but they also threw them in the road now what does that mean well As I read it, what I come to understand is two things that are significant about throwing the the, the coats on the colt and in the road. The first thing is is that um, if you've ever noticed when you have a guest over or in typical uh, people behavior, body behavior, that when someone is at another place other than their home, a sign of comfort, relaxed, you know, maybe they're, they're planning on staying a while, whatever it may be. One of the first things they do to show that they're uh, opening themselves up to the area they're in is that they take their coat off. They'll take their coat off and hang it up or whatever it may be. Uh, but that is a sign of, of comfort, of being relaxed, of, you know, just just being open to the people around them and in the area, showing a, a sense of comfort. And so in the same way, we see they took their coats off and in the presence of the Lord to give praise to him, they took their coats off, showing their openness to him, showing their, their comfort and their relaxation with the Lord. But the second thing, the biggest thing about it is that they threw their coats into the road and onto the colt, and Jesus sat on them. Now, to me, this shows the sign of throwing the old garment off, the old lifestyle you had. Whenever you come into Christ, when, you, when, you, when you're grafted into the kingdom and, and into that relationship with the Lord, you are to throw down your old life. You are to give up your old life, your old sins, and, and put on the garment of Christ, the garment of righteousness, and live as the Scripture calls you to for the Lord and to partake in His, his forgiveness and His grace and His love and the life. Um, so the, the the symbolism here of taking the garments off and throwing them into into the road and throwing them on the the colt for Jesus to sit on to me shows them putting their old life on Christ and on the sacrifice that He made for them and walking in the new life and in the new garment of of righteousness. That is a key feature that I think sticks out to me here with the old garment with them throwing their coats off. Now this is something that you may have never heard. What is the significance in there being the mother donkey and the colt? This was my biggest question whenever I was studying it last week. I was thinking, why did did there have to be two donkeys? Why was there a significance in bringing the mother and the young colt? And I actually come across an article, and this really rocked my mind. This really rocked my thought processing. So it says, go into the village opposite to you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. What is the significance of bringing the mother and the young colt? Why did that have to happen? Well, in this article I read, it talked about the mother donkey representing the old covenant. See, without the old covenant, we couldn't have the new covenant. Without the covenant with Moses and the law, there would be no alignment for the covenant with the Lord Jesus and forgiveness and being the sacrifice. 
So without the, the mother donkey, we couldn't have the young colt donkey. And it says that the young colt donkey had never been sat on. So the only person that could sit there is the Lord Jesus. The only person that could usher in the new covenant, the covenant with the sacrifice for our sins to be forgiven, could only be ushered in by the Lord Jesus Christ. And so with that, the young colt had never been sat on because there was only one person who could sit on it. There was only one person that could fulfill this symbolism of the old covenant and the new covenant coming together, the mother donkey and the young colt coming together, this entrance of fulfillment is symbolized by these two donkeys symbolizing the old covenant and the new covenant. That rocked me. I thought, man, God, these details, these details are so key. If they're there, God has put them there for us to understand and to really just wrap our mind around how far he goes, how how much deeper his understanding is than ours and how much more we are to keep studying and to keep rereading these stories that we think we know and that we've heard a thousand times, but there's still stuff that we miss every time. So yeah, I I was rocked by this thought. So this should give you some things to think about this week as we get ready to celebrate Good Friday and Easter Sunday, as we get ready to celebrate um, what Jesus has done for us. This gives us some good thoughts to think about the Old Testament, the New Testament, putting on the new garment of righteousness with the Lord, living that life that represents Christ as an ambassador for the kingdom that he has come and went to um, and where we will go one day as well. So we say, right on. I said this King Jesus to celebrate not only him riding in to Jerusalem to give us the opportunity to come into relationship with him, but also ride on King Jesus as he is coming again with great glory and magnitude. So we keep shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the Lord Jesus Christ. Ride on, King Jesus, come soon. I think uh, you guys should be blessed by this. I was blessed. Um, So let me close with a prayer as we prepare to celebrate this week. Uh, in honor of him who we are not worthy to untie his sandals, but still yet he saw us worthy enough to die for him, for us. So yeah, let's, let's give praise to him and let's go into prayer. Father, we ultimately give praise to you and your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We, we come to you, God, in in humility. Uh, We praise you. We we thank you, God, because we don't, we don't deserve what you've done for us. We don't deserve this story being for us, God, but we, um, we're humbled by it. And we're going to continue to praise you. We're going to continue to celebrate you and what you've done for us. Um, God, we just we just thank you. We just thank you. We, we can't thank you enough for what you've done. So, Lord, help us walk in righteousness. Help us walk in the way that you want us to. The path that you have set for us, Lord, guide us down it. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge, Lord. Um, and just fill us with your presence, Lord. Help us get to know you. Help us know our call. Help us know um, just your will for us, God. Help us walk in it. So we give all the praise and glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you guys for watching. Have a good week. Pray about these things and uh, get ready to celebrate Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Have a good time with your family. I'll see you Sunday. Thanks. Bye.